0: william patterson is joining us he's the number one wealth coach according to google.com and aol.com yesterday the house failed to pass president bush's 700 billion dollar bailout bill wall street went crazy yesterday another record drop i'm looking at hong kong britain germany france japan they all in the tank william patterson what's going on man the whole world is on fire in terms of economics
1: Two cities out here. For the savvy investors who can play the downside of a market, you'll never go broke, underestimating the inefficiencies and competence and partisan politics of our government. I think it was uh, Albert Einstein that said you can't use the same type of thinking that got you into a situation to get you out. It is important to use some some higher-level strategies here, but there are great opportunities. So William R. Patterson joins us on The Drive Home. It's your trusted source for wealth and business education.
0: Our guest this week, William R. Patterson, award-winning lecturer and national best-selling author. He is a business and finance guru. William Patterson, Chicago and
1: going to go to William Patterson, and we couldn't have you on on a better day. Losing a home to foreclosure is now almost
0: as common for families as buying a home. But you say this is the best time in 50 years to buy a home or an apartment or an office building.
1: One of the things that I really appreciate that you're doing is you go out into the community and undress the predatory
0: lending industry. Talking about money. Economics, finances, but with like one of the best minds in the business, William Patterson. He is a renowned wealth coach and national best-selling co-author of the Baron's Son breakthrough book. Has been featured in the Forbes Book Club and Black Enterprise Magazine. His website, BaronSeries.com, is winner of the 2008 Web Awards for Best Speaker, Best Male Author, and Best Wealth Building Site. He is ranked as the number one business motivational speaker yesterday the house failed to pass president bush's 700 billion dollar bailout bill democrats and republicans vehemently blaming each other for the failure wall street went crazy yesterday another record drop i'm looking at hong kong britain germany france japan they all in the tank william patterson what's going on man the whole world is on fire in terms of economics
1: Side. It's a tale of two cities out here. For the savvy investor, who can play the downside of a market, you'll never go broke, underestimating the inefficiencies and competence and partisan politics of our government. It was closed for about the first 10 minutes. 13 minutes through, it slipped into negative territory, 162 to 166. The bill never regained support from there. The bill was defeated 205 to 228. 65 Republicans voted in favor of the legislation, 133 voted no. The Democrats had about 140 in favor and 95 against it, including many of the congressional black, Hispanic, and some of the progressive caucus members out there. Wall Street hated this. This is something that people really need to understand, that this bill is not about executive pay and golden parachutes and those types of things. This is about the importance of credit to our system. And this is what Wall Street gets that many of the people in the House don't businesses immediately need this capital in order to expand and hire more workers. One of the things we didn't really get a chance to talk about was exactly how this affects the average person on the street. They think this is about bailing out these high-paid Wall Street executives, but it's not. It's really about giving these businesses the capital that they need so they can hire more workers, so that they can make payroll, so they can purchase supplies, they can factor accounts receivable. And without access to the capital, their funding sources dry up and the same way that your creditors may reduce your available credit, if your debt to available credit ratio goes up, these businesses are short on the money that they need. And if these businesses go under and you're out of work for months, it's certainly going to cost you more than the $2,300 that uh, they're saying this is going to cost for every man, woman, and child. And it's not just the companies you work for, it's the other businesses that may be their key customers, vendors, and suppliers. Also, when you look at, let's say, the housing market, if people can't qualify for reasonable mortgages, it's going to be difficult for them to buy your home at the inflated price. So your house won't be worth as much and you won't be able to sell it in a reasonable period of time. And people struggling with foreclosure are going to have fewer options to get help and many of them will lose their homes. So you're going to see these housing prices continue to drop. Again, it's going to cost you more than the $2,300 that this bill is said to cost for every man, woman, and child. The stock market, you're going to continue to see this crisis of confidence, more bank failure, stock market prices are going to continue to plunge, affecting your retirement accounts, and forcing you to work a lot longer. Again, you ask most people, they've lost more than $2,300 in their retirement account due to this crisis. Education, the college savings and investment accounts are going to be worth less, making it more difficult to pay for your children to go to college. It's going to be harder to get student loans. And then you look at the imports and exports. Many of the products that you use from other countries are going to be harder to get. This is definitely going to cost the American public more than $2,300 per person. So basically just a few little problems. Yeah. And this is why you see the largest percentage drop since the 87 crash, largest point drop. This is why Wall Street is going so crazy.
0: Before, you mentioned that there was some partisanship involved. Could you explain that?
1: Well, as you mentioned, Speaker Nancy Pelosi came to the floor, gave a very partisan speech. A lot of people were upset with that. The House Republicans were blaming her, saying that that turned away at least a dozen GOP votes. And then, of course, John McCain came to the floor, you know, blaming that speech for sinking the bill. And Barack Obama criticized him for a lot of those, quote, angry and hyper-partisan comments this is again trying to separate themselves from george bush i think it's just a bad move for house republicans across the board because i don't think they want to position themselves as the bad guys on the economy
0: no question and of course we are talking to william patterson here on talk 1580 talk 1580.com and of course uh, election time is coming up folks want to get out of there and campaign for one so what happens from here They've got to go back and rework something relatively quickly. What
1: happened in the stock market yesterday is a clear signal that they cannot continue to let this thing drag on. No one wants on their watch to see a stock market collapse. This is going to be a career ender for a lot of people. However this plays out, it's going to be a career ender. How how, how so? You say career ender. How so? Uh, again, you know, people are going to look at this thing as though this is one of those major decisions in your career. I voted for this thing, and it worked out, or I voted against it, and it caused the stock market to collapse. This is a, a game-changing vote for many people, or career-ending or, or making vote for a lot of people, the same way the war was. For Barack Obama, I think that vote, uh, not to mention, you know, he is a, a very competent guy, but that vote was a clear differentiator between him and Hillary Clinton. This is also going to be one of those votes that's going to be a clear differentiator for people running for office.
0: Talk about that a little a bit more the Clinton Obama differentiation angle.
1: Well, one of the big reasons that Barack Obama was able to make such a strong case is because the war was a major issue. And it went from being ready on day one to being right on day one, and it was an issue or a question of judgment. Now, this is also a question of judgment, particularly in a period of crisis. And if you're making the wrong calls consistently and things that are against the interests and the needs of the american public particularly when it may be unpopular these are the types of votes that people look back in hindsight and say this person made the right decision or the wrong decision that's really what you're looking at is people who can make the right decisions even when they're unpopular
0: let's talk a little bit about uh, speaker pelosi Why, why do you think she made the comments that she made if everybody wants to get this thing passed
1: I couldn't speak to that. Uh, That's probably a better question for Speaker Pelosi, but I just think a lot of people are very emotional at this time. A lot of people want to point fingers because it is an election year, and if they can kind of cast blame at the last minute, that makes it that extra little nudge or dig. Again, you got to see the forest for the trees. Mm -hmm. This is not the time for that.
0: I have William Patterson here with us on Talk 1580. Uh, William is with the War Coffer Group. And, of course, he is the author of The Baron's Son, a book on finances that has been used by many, many people in the business world. Unfortunately, not enough of these folks here because they don't deal with their solutions the way you deal with yours on an ethical basis. And, of course, his website is baronseries.com. And we're back on Talk 1580 on Wall Street. A record, record, over 700 points falling yesterday. Did you think the market would fall this far this fast? Did you see this coming? I mean, people saw stuff coming, but did you see this coming?
1: Well, we expected a drop in the market. They always say buy on rumor, sell on news, so we were definitely playing the downside of the market. I didn't expect the bill to fail. I have to say that, but once it did, you know, we, we knew it would be pretty severe.
0: Wow, I, I did have a caller who called in earlier and asked the question. I didn't, I didn't know the answer to it, but I know that you probably have a better answer than I. And she said, "How could businesses with AAA ratings?" Credit ratings go bankrupt.
1: They really don't have those AAA ratings. Those ratings get dropped. Uh, Lehman Brothers, right before its collapse, the credit rating was dropped to jump status before they went under. Credit rating agencies look at these stocks, and then they lower their ratings, and then that causes this downward spiral in the stock market because investors look at this, and they just start selling the stock. Previously, before they put limits on short selling, the shorts would come out, and they would sell the stock, even though they didn't own it, so that they could buy it back at a cheaper price and make money. Mm-hmm.
0: You probably follow the play-by-play and looking at the, the market at the same time. When Miss Pelosi made the, her comments yesterday, that folks were upset about. This is in part what she said yesterday during the debate. I guess about this uh, this plan here.
1: Ever asked you for seven hundred billion dollars? It's a staggering figure, and many questions have. Re- a- arisen from that request, and we have been hearing, I think, a very informed debate on all sides of of this issue here today. I'm proud of the debate. $700 billion, a staggering number, but only a part of the cost of the failed Bush economic policies to our country.
0: That was just a part of it, but of course, we know where she was going to go from there. That was part of the partisan stuff that was not going to go over too well with the uh, House
1: Republicans. Definitely an emotional bid there. I don't think you want to incite people when you need something from them. Mm-hmm. So, again, I, I just think this was a, a bad move. Uh, politically, it may end up being good for Democrats, but for the country, I, I definitely think it was just a, a bad move across the board, and it cost a lot of investors.
0: No question about it. Uh, we're talking this morning with William Patterson here on Talk 1580. Uh, it looks like a lot of people, as you say, uh, William, would have to put, especially if they're looking at retirement soon, some people will have to kind of put it off a little bit. You know, I, I was listening and reading, and I've seen people say anywhere from 10 to 20 years for some people.
1: It's definitely unfortunate. Again, we do have a lot of strategies that we work with people on who are very close to retirement. I always say that this is the best time in 50 years to take advantage of certain investment opportunities, whether you're talking about in the real estate market, if done right. Also, even in the stock market, even though you have the market declining, there are ways in which you can play the downside of the market. And these are things that we're doing now. You know, We're not necessarily betting on stocks to go up. We bet on them to go down. There are ways in which you can, and not necessarily just stocks, you can also bet on indices like the Dow Jones Industrial Average to go down. So there are ways in which you can make up for a lot of lost time here, and those are the types of things that I would encourage people to look at. Yeah, I think it was uh, Alvin Einstein that said you can't use the same type of thinking that got you into a situation to get you out. It is important to use some, some higher-level strategies here, but they are great opportunities.
0: What are some of the – I was just looking at some of the historical correlations – Looking at, back at the Coolidge administration, and back to the Hoover administration, both of which, uh, basically said, hey, look, small government, that's the way to go. We don't need to interfere in the banking industry. Hoover was against, uh, helping veterans out, so, from World War One. so was Coolidge. The treasury is not somewhere that needs to be raided, said Hoover. Uh, Coolidge said the government should not assume for the people the inevitable burdens of it, of existence. Hoover talked about Hoover, who was the, who followed up Coolidge, uh, in, uh, 1929 started talking about how, uh, you know, people personal responsibility, that's what it was, and not relying on the government to bail you out. The same old stuff we, we hear right now. Um, so so uh, is this history repeating itself?
1: Well, certainly I do think there are elements of that that are true. The question is, how painful are you willing to make it to get it to the right point? Are you willing to see much higher unemployment? Mm -hmm. Are you willing to see a a severe drop in your housing prices? Are you willing to see your wealth cut in half in order to get to that point where we can rebuild? And I think that's kind of the, the question that people have to ask. If you're close to retirement, 10 or 15 years or less, are you willing to see your home prices cut in half? Again, people can't get mortgages to buy it at that inflated price. Right. Are you willing to have fewer people able to go on to higher education? Those are kind of the questions that you have to ask. I think ultimately it's a bad move at this point. I think society has evolved beyond the conditions of that time, and I think being able to compete in a global economy requires some form of leverage.
0: Do you think that uh, the way that banking is done is going to be changed Oh yeah, um, because we have a pretty much we have a debt-based economy right now.
1: Well, I think the president spoke to that a little bit in one of his past speeches mm-hmm. when he said the Americans have to change the way they conduct themselves and, and do business and not be as highly leveraged. And you're starting to see this. More documentation is being required, higher income, and more amounts down are being required for you to get loans. So, yes, you're not going to be able to do many of the things that you were in, I'd say, uh, the, the early 2000s. It's definitely going to be completely different.
0: All right. Uh, <laughs> you know, but what about the bankers? Uh, does that include them as well?
1: Oh, definitely. They're, okay. they're not going to be able to to lend as, as easily as they were. I, I don't think you're going to see uh, quite the the compensation packages that you once saw. I, I just think everything is is going to change now because uh, there's going to be increased regulation.
0: And there and there has been, uh, as you mentioned before, across the. This is a global situation now. Um, it's, it was everybody doing the same thing all over the world. Were they doing this? Were, were they participating in these kinds of things in Japan and China and and all over the, all over Europe? Were, were all these people this irresponsible?
1: Well, also a lot of them had investments in the U.S. They and saw the U.S. True. economy was booming, yeah. and they were they were buying these mortgage-backed securities because they saw that the the real estate market was going so well.
0: But still, they were part of the problem. So 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 they were part of the problem.
1: Fight my, my natural uh, <laughs> instincts around conspiracy. conspiracy no, I'm, I'm not
0: saying conspiracy. I'm just looking at what is. I mean, they all, everybody at the same time is all of a sudden in, the trou- in trouble. Uh, well, again, that, I, I mean,
1: you know, I, I have a, a natural inclination toward conspiracy, so I, I try to separate that from, from what I'm giving commentary. But, <laughs> but again, I, I question whether this was incompetence or conspiracy. Um, clearly there was a problem, and I kind of look at it the way uh, many people look at the war now. It's like, yes, we shouldn't have been there, but what do we do now? And it's like, yes, we should have never allowed it to get to this point, but what do we do now? And I think this is one of the things that is needed now. Again, I'm not necessarily a, a Democrat or Republican. I view myself as an independent the same way Chris Rock says. You know, I'm conservative about some things, and I'm liberal about other things, but... I definitely think, you know, people have to be concerned about just jumping on any bandwagon Mm -hmm. uh, wholeheartedly without looking at the issues. But in in this instance, I definitely think this is something American people need, not just Wall Street.
0: And towards that end, you know, a lot of people are saying this is the Bush administration, the Bush administration, the Bush administration, the Republicans. Is it really just the Republicans, as I've seen before? I mean, Herbert Hoover, Coolidge, both Republicans, both kind of contributed to, you know, past financial troubles is it is it a republican thing or what
1: again I think these are all American issues. When you look at the housing market, you look at the stock market, you're looking at education, you looking at import-exports, you're looking at the, the capital that businesses need access to in order to hire people and make payroll. I think these are all issues that affect everyday Americans. The uh-huh. Secretary did a poor job of selling this to the American people and making them understand exactly what this bill was designed to do. But, again, I think these are all American issues. I don't think these are, are partisan issues.
0: Yeah, and uh, obviously, you know, uh, people that lost that, that bought too much house were Republican, Democrat, et cetera, independent, uh, green. Maybe not so much green. Maybe the greens were a little more uh, prudent. But, uh, you know, hey, across the board in terms of the responsibility where it lies on the buyer, certainly, you know, it crossed party lines without question.
1: I'll tell you, just wait till uh, some of these members of Congress can't sell their multi-million dollar homes well, they because haven't. No, cause no one can, can get a loan to
0: buy it. <laughs> well, you know they can't, they can't, they lose track of how many they, they have. So you <laughs>
1: exactly.
0: <know>. <laughs> 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 they don't know how many houses they have. That's it. That's that used to be a good problem to have. Oh yeah. yeah.
1: Or, or wait till a few of those start getting foreclosed
0: though. Yeah, that's what they used to be. Because <laughs> there was one Congresswoman out of California that was catching it because she would she couldn't pay for her houses.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I forget her name but uh, it came out a couple weeks ago. Uh, William Patterson, man, uh, thank you very much uh, again uh, for uh, uh, allowing us uh, access uh, to yourself and giving us your insights, man, and we'll continue to get updates uh, as this
1: story develops. My pleasure. Thank you for having me on. All right. Thank you. This is William R. Patterson, wealth coach and national best-selling co-author of The Baron Sun. I hope you found the lessons and insights from this interview enlightening and profitable. I now invite you to complete the information request form in the workshops and coaching section of BaronSeries.com to learn how you can use Baron Wealth Coaching to rapidly achieve your business and financial goals. At BarronSeries.com, we've developed one of the most effective, integrated approaches to building wealth in the world. With expert guidance and over 200 accelerators, Barron Wealth Coaching can help you quadruple the speed at which you reach your business and financial goals over planning yourself and other methods and programs. For more information on Barron Wealth Coaching, visit BarronSeries.com forward slash coaching or call 888-90-BARON. That's toll-free, 888-90-B-A-R-O-N.